1: This episode is brought to you by My Body Model. My Body Model believes every body is a good body and that you should be able to sketch out your self sewn makes on templates that look like your body. Stay tuned for updates on My Body Model and a discount code for listeners.
0: Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Sew, 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 sewing out loud.
1: Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today we are going to do a little throwback to, uh, let's see what the date is here, to 2016, December of 2016. Wow. Is when we recorded a special song called The 12 Days of Sewing. And I remember when we re shared this. Even some longtime listeners were like confused by some of the days. They didn't. They didn't yeah.
2: understand the the gifts we were giving them each yeah, day. Yeah, they were like,
1: "Wait, what? What's that one mean?" So what this is is it's a little parody on the Twelve Days of Christmas, and we recorded a song, and that's coming to your podcast feed. I think I'm either going to tack it on at the end of this episode or publish it as a separate file. Is it, is it not on YouTube? Um, it's on the YouTube? website, too. It's,
2: is it on YouTube? It's on the website. Oh.
1: No. So, not YouTube. Okay.
2: <laughs> All right. That's what I'm asking.
1: Okay. <laughs> or it's not on YouTube yet. It could okay. Be. So, it's sewhere.com slash 12 days sewing is where it is now, um, uh, where you can see it and you can download the MP3 and you can play it actually. And it's pretty cute. But we thought we'd just go through these twelve days of Christmas.
2: And define our ideas. Yes.
1: Well. So I- if you
2: if you're not a regular listener, you might not understand this. That's
1: right. Or so- catch
2: some of our more vague um ideas.
1: You know, sometimes people it's it's fun to learn by song, but sometimes it just doesn't get... When
2: I was in nursing school, my girlfriend and I Uh made up a song about brain tumors, and that's how we passed the brain tumor test. Hey, there you go. That was a hard test, let me tell you.
1: So, on the first day of Christmas...
2: No, on the first day of sewing.
1: Um, is that what we say? I don't know. (laughs) I think we say Christmas. Really? Yeah. Oh,
2: okay.
1: (laughs) Here, let's... Well, anyway... (laughs) Whatever we say. What are we because doing on
2: the first day of first our day, event? On
1: the first day, we are, it says, thread with your presser foot up.
2: Which happens to be the number one rule in sewing as far as I'm concerned. And our first ever if, podcast. If you before. cannot do that, if you do not do that, you will have unsuccessful days, You have moments, to thread times. with your presser foot up. Now, I have had people say to me, I don't thread with my presser foot up and it works all the time. Well, I beg to differ. It probably worked once in a while. It may it may have. You may be threading with your foot up and you don't realize it. But if you do not, Mallory, thread with that presser foot up. Yeah. What's going on?
1: Well, you probably most of the time won't get in your top tension disc. And so you have unregulated top tension.
2: Because when you raise that presser foot, it opens the top tension to allow the thread to lay in the path.
1: Yes, and so it, it lets the thread lay in the path. If you thread with the foot down or if for some reason you're not in your tension disc for some other reason right. just because you threaded wrong, you get that bird's nesting on the bottom. You get the big tangle of thread. And then other problems... Uh, formula you know right right it goes on and on and on and and so on and and this also leads
2: to if the problem is on the bottom of your project Uh then you probably have an issue on the top of your machine if you have a problem on the top of your project then the problem's probably below
1: and then just to wrap this one up if you are someone who says oh I don't have to thread with my presser foot up because there are like three exceptions that people right. like to bring up to this uh, it, it, that come to my mind. They say, "Well, I don't have to thread my presser foot up, but my machine has like a threading button." Right, and I'm like, "Well, it opens your tension. that's because it opens your tension so." Okay? So I think there oftentimes
2: think, it lifts the needle. Uh, also. Yeah,
1: I think it's a maybe a version of a Janome or a Juki. Right. The other that has thing this people
2: right, and one of the other things people will say is, "Well, I can't thread my needle if the the presser foot's up." Well. Well, then put it down. But have the foot up while you thread your machine. Yes. And then you put the foot down to thread your needle. To thread the
1: eye of the needle. Right. Yeah. Once you get once you get there. Once you get In through fact, the other
2: thread pathways, you should be home
1: yeah in fact sometimes automatic needle threaders or needle threader helpers or something they'll have you put the presser foot down first yes before you thread the eye of the needle yes okay and then the third is on some sergers people are like well I just put all my tension discs down to zero yeah and to that I say you should do that and you should raise your presser foot but once again because
2: you should have a good habit yes
1: but once again You're opening up the tension discs, okay? And, and,
2: And for those of you who say, well, I haven't been doing that, and I'm getting a good stitch, maybe what is happening in a very serendipitous and good way for you is that you have laid it in the right pathway and then when you go to lift your presser foot to put your fabric under, your thread is falling in the pathway and that's not a guarantee.
1: Okay, and also this is not something we made up. No. Go to your owner's (laughs) manual and it will be... Step number one, right. raise your presser foot, like in the thread your machine section. Right. And, and like on this baby lock right here that I've got, um, it's the top of the line, but right. even uh, the mid levels, some right. of the lower levels, it will like block your threading path well, if you don't have the foot up.
2: And the other thing I've had people say is, well, my grandmother didn't tell me to do it <laughs> that way and she sewed all her life. Her tension discs were visible. That's right. They were on the outside of her machine, and she probably fa- flossed yeah. her thread into those tension That's discs. Right. The newer machines, you cannot see that, and I will tell you, it's not a good idea to try and put the thread in while the tension discs are closed because you can actually weaken the thread.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, that's the first day. Okay, on the second day, and the, the lyrics of so been now, s- now
2: we've got our th- machine threaded right. Now we have machine
1: threaded. Well, we'll just back up here because on the second day, and the lyrics go: ZD said to Mal. That's oh yeah. I, okay, so instead of my true love gave to D- me. Right, because yes. you're
2: not my true love. No. Right. Uh, uh-huh. On the
1: second day, it says, use the best thread Okay? Yes. So we were just talking about this. Uh, <laughs> we were kind of trying to come up with uh, what to do for an episode, and we were thinking about frequently asked questions. And these two yeah. were, our, uh, they're at the top of our list. If you use crappy thread, you can get- Crappy f-
2: thread, crappy results. Crappy result.
1: It's just the truth. Uh, there are all different types of threads out there, too. Yeah. There's like a really wide variety um, And different companies are trying to meet different price points. Right. And so there is crappy thread out there. And what you can do is you can try out a thread. But we literally would have people come in, say, my machine's not working. Right. And we'd switch out the thread.
2: And that was it.
1: And it got a better stitch. I mean, I've had people
2: come to me and say, you sold me this machine. It doesn't sew the same at my house as it does here in your shop. And I'll say, what thread are you using? Well, I'm using the thread that, you know... Aunt Betsy left me when she died. <laughs>
1: 40
0: Whatever. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: I'm like, okay, let's try this. And we go over. And I will pick, like, white fabric and red thread to sew with. And they're like, oh, that's perfect. And I said, and I, they, it convinces people. Yeah. It yeah. convinces people. It's uh, good no, thread. I, I'm,
1: I'm, like, right. picturing a lady's face in my mind. Right. She was really stubborn about this for a right. while. And finally she got it. Um, that, and and it, it's not that there's only one type Right. of right thread. No. Cuz we use lots of different right. types of thread, but they're all higher quality and you probably are going to pay a little more for them. And also, so it's better for your machine cuz generally there are longer staple fibers, so there's right. less glue, less binding less agent, bi- which is binding
2: agent and glue equal the same thing, everyone.
1: Man, I need to you're, count you're, how many all times you your, say all that. of your all of your
2: I know, all of, but all of your threads have a binding agent because the The fibers, the longest fiber you're going to get is maybe one and a half inches. So that long, 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 long thread you have is a multitude
1: of fibers
2: fibers twisted together.
1: Yes. And then your project will last longer. Exactly. You know. Things will go
2: smoother. So the
1: excuses that we hear on either side of the issue are, oh, I don't care if this project lasts. Okay, well then you're still putting crappy thread through your machine right. and it's not a good idea. Right. Okay. And then the other thing is, well, I don't want to waste money uh, you know, on this project that won't last. Well, you need to take care of your machine. Well and I, it's part and, of putting stuff through it that's
2: And you my know. other thing about using like you know, not not adequate quality right. of anything, a tool or whatever is I put my time into it. I can't get my time back.
1: Yeah. Um, maybe write this down. We need to do an episode on where we do cut corners. Oh yeah. Let's talk let's do an episode on that. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> or where okay.
2: it doesn't matter as much or yes, something.
1: Yes. Like where yeah. where we do if, you know, if we are gonna save right, on right, something. Yeah. Right. Okay, third day, Z D said to Mal, pre wash your fabric. Yes. Okay, except you don't do this all the time.
2: Um, I'm starting <laughs> to do it again because I have a coating system now, if you have noticed. Yes. I have a new coating system for our sushi rolling of our fabric. I'm getting really into this. So now I've started almost washing it as it comes in the house. It doesn't even make it past the, uh, you know, the laundry room. I wash it.
1: Now, what do you ever finish off the edges first, though? Cause, yeah, but, I do. Okay, yeah, yeah but I, not on a knit, it, right? Right. So right. you you're sewing with like a lot in it. Right, I've been on a lot,
2: but no, I I will search. I'll I'm do, bringing.
1: Uh, I'm yeah. the one bringing the new wovens into that. In I, I I
2: I will do a, a three thread narrow
1: uh-huh. acro- across
2: across the ends, and that used to be sort of the way I knew whether I pre washed or not. But then that gets cut off sometimes yeah, because you, you use because no, no. we never buy the right amount of fabric. We always buy more, much more. So I have a oh new system of coding, and I actually even, I don't know if Mallory knows this or not, but I'm even writing what, if it was bought for a project, uh-huh. or if Mallory said she wanted a yard, or if ZD said she needed a yard, I'm writing that on a tag, because, because we will use each other's fabric yep. up. Yes. Now, it's not the end of the world, you can go get more fabric, but if you had that, set in your mind and you go up and you I think
1: we're usually pretty good about right. asking that well too. now you, I'll yeah. show
2: you our new system okay it says Z An yeah, <laughs> An M- dash and if I want some for something and and yes
1: all right so pre-washing your fabric helps it, it you know fabric can shrink this is why yes. this can happen okay so if you wash it as though you're going in the way you're going to care for it later then you can you Know launder it that way, then you can make the garment, and then hopefully right. it won't shrink. And more. I think that
2: is probably a um, frequently asked question is how do I launder, how do I pre wash my yeah. fabric? It really should be the way you're going to do it after you make the garment, right? Um, people that well, I use the hottest, hottest, and the, well, but that will work too, yeah, but it also might ruin your fabric. But,
1: and if you're but, not going to do that, right? Don't if do that's it, not the know? way you're going to do
2: it, you, do, you don't necessarily, necessarily have to do that, right? But um, I just do it just like I do my laundry. Yep. Actually, on a shorter cycle usually, because it's I don't feel yeah, do like it's that it's not dirty, not dirty, right? Um, yes, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and you don't have to put a bunch of soap,
2: no, like in
1: no. with this, especially if it's a small right. load, like right. you bought three yards of fabric right. or something. Um, I would wash it by itself, um, or with our, at least like light colors. colors, right? Uh, you, yeah. know? you
2: you need to be careful, um, and there's certain colors that like to bleed, like red. You know, I don't even know that I'd put like reds together. Yeah. Well, um, you don't that, want your fabric right. to become I would tend. Yeah. And sometimes something like a red or something, I will use some. cinder um, Synthrapol with it. You might want, or, you know, vinegar, whatever you think needs to set that.
1: Right. Okay. So uh, let's take a quick break and come back for the next three. We're excited to welcome back My Body Model as a sponsor. The My Body Model app makes custom fashion sketch templates with realistic body measurements. Sketch your fashion designs in a croquis template that looks like you, your clients, or your friends. Mom, tell all of our sewing friends about the updates to this awesome software. Since My Body Model last sponsored us, they've
2: updated their software to include a hand-on hip pose and a no bust option. This is great for sewists who don't have breast or wish to sketch a silhouette without breast. Thanks for being so inclusive, My Body Model.
1: Go to mybodymodel.com and use the code SOFESTIVE, that's S E W F E S T I V E, all caps and all one word to receive 15% off your entire order of download credits. This code expires on December 31st, 2019. Thanks, Thanks My Body, Body Model. So- All right, so we're back. And on the fourth day, this is a wonderful tip always notch your centers. And
2: this happens to be my personal ZD.
1: This is. A tip. A lot of Habit. people compliment us on this. It, you know, it, when they're yeah. like, oh, thank you for this tip. Right. Or, you know. Um,
2: it's, it's never done me wrong, I have to tell you. No. It's such an easy thing to do. Uh-huh. And what we're talking <laughs> about when we say this, always not your centers, is so if I have something already on the fold, I don't have to fold it to find mm-hmm. the center. So I will take a, and I use a rotary cutter, everybody, right. almost all the time, and I will just, at that center of that edge of that fabric where it's folded and on each end, not just one end, you know, both ends where it's folded, which is maybe top and bottom, say. I will take just like three or four little threads off at an angle so that when I open it up, it looks like a little triangle. Yep. Right? So I may I do a little triangle and open up and I have an which looks like an inverted notch.
1: Okay, and then I just want to say, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. If you are worried that you're going to cut too big of a notch, Like, I cut too big of a notch the first couple times I did this when you were, you know, first teaching Uh me this long, long ago. Just get a couple pieces of fabric and fold them in half and practice. And you'll be surprised how little you have to take off. It's
2: very little. I mean, it it. is truly not more than four threads.
1: So if you are um, doing something that's on the fold, it's really easy to find that center and notch it. If you are making something, though, where... It's not cut on the fold, but it's a symmetrical pattern piece. Mm -hmm. Cut it, and then you can fold it in half and notch it, or you can also practice just rolling your rotary cutter in just a tad to get a slit that isn't going to look like an inverted triangle. It's going to look like a little, you know, just a little notch there, or you could use a pattern notcher, um, which... It's supposed to be only for paper, but I've used it on Lisa fabrics on fabric, that, right. you know, where, that will tolerate it. Um, that can be nice, too, because it controls the depth of the notch. But this is something, a mark that can't go away. Right. Okay? And it's how we mark the notches, like, on anything, like, on right. our arm size. Right. You know, you have the one notch in the front and the two in the back. And so if we cut out a pattern like that, we've got one little slit in the front and two right. little slits in the back where those notches would be.
2: So what Mallory's saying is, you know, maybe your, maybe your pattern isn't symmetrical, but it might have a center mark on the pattern yeah. or something like that. The other thing I like is, um, for instance, a lot of um, patterns that are like bag patterns or purse patterns or what, they won't have any center marks. right. And boy, you'd be surprised how those can come in handy. Like uh-huh. maybe you're going to um, monogram the flap yeah. or maybe you're putting a trim on of some kind or maybe you're going to put an extra piece of something there. Um, you, But it just saves you for later. Absolutely. You don't have to worry about where it is or what you're doing or whatever. So I just, not, I, you know, I will notch the side of a pillow even sometimes. And
1: like on, you know, with a t-shirt, like a knit t-shirt, right. notching the top of that sleeve because most of the time, I make my sleeves symmetrical. Um, yeah. notching, notching the top of the sleeve, sleeve is just That's wonderful. all the marking yeah. I have to do. Because I know that sleeve is going to be right. on my shoulder seam. That's where the center yes. is going to go. And then it's just not, I don't need more notches than that on a knit. Well, and it, you, know?
2: you know, sometimes, and I can't think of a good example right now, but sometimes you're, you you are wind up in a situation where you're like, oh, I just want to be two inches you know, left of center. Yeah, and if yeah. you got that center, you can go for it.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's already there. You don't right. have to redo it or something like that. Okay, so that's- so while you're
2: cutting out, while you got the tool in your hand, while you're at that table, it's so easy just to do it.
1: Yes. Uh, and then the fifth day, this says uh, ZD says to Mal, but I feel like this is something I say all the time: is show the fabric who's boss. Okay. Uh-huh. You. You don't want We do not advocate. You know, like pulling your fabric through your sewing machine or, you know, uh, you know, doing crazy stuff with mm-hmm. it. But ZD is always saying, stop and readjust if you need to. That's right. Stop and readjust if you need to. And this is a big tip, I think, for active wear or just knitwear, where you can stretch your fabric a little bit yep. or, you know, you can do a teeny bit of stretching to make disparate curves come together. Yes. Uh, where you can, you know, do things like that. Also, setting in a sleeve on a woven, I think that people don't realize that they do need to be adjusting uh, several times as they are going through that. And that's what will save you. You'll look at it and you'll think, oh my gosh, I have way too much fabric here to ease in. But if you keep going a couple stitches at a time and you readjust to line up your stitch lines and line up those raw edges, you'll find, oh, it's it's okay. I I
2: really think that that's something that I don't, I don't know if I want to say the industry or, um, you know, media. Tends, they, they show you these pictures of somebody just zipping through a seam And that's not always the best
1: way to do it. Well, it's not okay, and it's 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 not not always even feasible. It's not sexy to say to someone, "Hey, this project might take some time and effort." Right? Okay, that does not roll off the tongue like quick and easy one-hour t-shirt. Right? Okay, so yeah, I agree. I I don't. And the
2: thing is, is is you know, I can do that a lot of times. I I have enough Uh experience Uh with enough fabrics, enough kind of you know, I have sewn. Almost everything in the world that I could think that could possibly right. be sewn. and sometimes, but I will still stop and adjust sometimes, especially if I'm on a curve. if, we I, just might if be... I'm applying a neckband, if I'm applying right. elastic, I will I much rather readjust than rip out.
1: yes. And it also we're we're just faster at readjusting. It's right. not that we don't have to readjust. Um, and then this is going to get into the, the next episodes about the knee lift. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll have that. But, yeah, you're going to show the fabric who's boss. And that means not rushing through, not letting doesn't, a curve it get away from you. It doesn't mean to be mean. No. It means
2: to be a very diplomatic it, boss. It
1: means to be in control, right. though. Yes, you're in charge. Right. Okay, you're setting the boundaries. Spray it with vodka is... The sixth day. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. Spray really? it with vodka. Um, this is, uh, we, we did an episode about disdain and uh-huh. vodka. Mm-hmm. Vodka is something you need to have on hand in your laundry room. So not the nice stuff. Right. Get like the big plastic bottle of like Aristocrat or whatever.
2: Actually, I just went to the doctor and she went to give me this medication and she said,
1: do you do you use alcohol? And I said, Well, actually, what I do, you, do. I mean,
2: I use alcohol. <laughs> I do use alcohol. I don't drink alcohol, well, but I use it. Yeah. I have it in a spray bottle. And you she's know, like, it? "What?" <laughs> and actually,
1: <laughs> the medical student goes to the doctor a lot. She's got to make it. Entertaining. Actually, the
2: medical I do. I do. I, yeah, I do. Actually, the medical student that was with her said, "Yeah, I think I've heard of this. Like, I have a sister that dances." I said, "Exactly." Yeah, there you go. I said they probably spray the crotch of her tutu once once a day when she's, you know, performing. Exactly.
1: But anyway. So what vodka can do for you is kill. Uh,
2: wait. Oh, no. sorry. When you don't imbibe, right? Yes. The, like, yes. Okay.
1: Well, I mean, I guess when you imbibe, too, it will kill bacteria. It
2: probably <laughs> does. Probably, say. yeah.
1: I mean, so that's what it does. Especially
2: the rot gut we're talking about. There go you ahead. go.
1: So you're going to... Be Buy killing.
2: vodka by the gallon and have a spray bottle.
1: Yes, and you're going to put some vodka in your spray bottle. You don't need to dilute it. In fact, you shouldn't dilute it. I
2: don't dilute it. We
1: want the high alcohol yeah. content because we want it to evaporate, right. right? So it will kill bacteria, so it's going to get rid of odors, right?
2: Right. It also evaporates quickly so that hopefully you don't get, like, that water stain or that water ring.
1: Vodka will not take out a stain. No. Okay. In fact, so, it
2: can set a stain. Yeah.
1: So vodka is good for okay, the crotch of a tutu. You can't just throw the whole tutu in the laundry, right? The and how I
2: okay, the way I got introduced to yeah. vodka was I was doing theater mm-hmm. thirty years ago or whatever. And you know, you you'd go you'd collect costumes after a show and you'd go around and who needs to be laundered, what needs you know, or people would put on the list, please launder my this. Yeah. Well, if you had a usually on Saturdays or Sundays, you would have a matinee and an e- and an evening show. Yes, there's no time if the pits are smelling or the crotch, you know, the crotch is mungy right. or whatever, you know. So you just spray the spray it down with vodka. The quick evaporation kills the bacteria because. Uh, it takes the fat out of the cell wall. Like, I right, can tell right. you the whole it, it thing. But the cell, it Right. The it just it Absolutely. It bursts the, the bacteria, wall. is yeah. what it does. Okay. Kills it. So it kills it. So the bacteria can't, you know, give, and the vodka evaporates quickly. Yes. Okay. Which means it's dry for I, yes. you and it's colorless and it's odorless. Now, people will say, what about like isopropyl alcohol, which is the alcohol like um, uh-huh. a doctor would swab your arm with before they gave you a shot right. or something? Um, you can use that, but it it, it does have an odor, yes. and it will stay, and it won't go away.
1: So soaps are things, you know, they're a surfactant. They can help you remove, like, particles and things well, like that. Well, and
2: soaps have fat in them, so they remove the bacteria. They don't always kill it.
1: That's right, and so that's why antibacterial stuff will have that alcohol that's smell, right? right? Okay, that's so right. not all soaps are antibacterial, blah, 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 blah. But the reason I bring this up is... You know, you may need to use a combination of both. If you have a right. stain, okay, you're going to do, you know, some stain removal somehow. Or maybe you're just going to treat a stain with water, like with rinsing I, and it. And that is something. absolutely
2: the best thing to do with the stain if you don't know what it is, is dab with water first and see what happens. But
1: my big thing is I have a dog who has that anal gland thing. Oh, my the, God. They we got to talk about this. And, and they and, smell terrible. Uh, and I'm got to talk about this. If, if someone is like, Mallory should be taking better care of her dog, I try <laughs> so hard to do this and I won't go into details, but Jackie's probably listening and you know, anyway, maybe I can pay Jackie to come <laughs> I, over. I think <laughs> there's do. probably
2: other people with dogs yes. that have this problem. My dogs don't, thank but goodness.
1: If this happens on my couch that I can't throw in the washing machine right. or a really terrible smell is vomit. Yep. And if you've got a kid who's thrown up on your couch, you know, you're going to get that with water and stuff. But those stomach just, you know, fumes the, right. from the stomach acid and the food and everything. I will do my best to remove all the vomit and everything. But then it gets sprayed down with vodka.
2: The, the, the vodka truly the neutralizes. Um, yeah. we, we purchased a used camper shell one time, uh-huh. you know, and my husband's like, and I go, Get the vodka. And he goes, you're telling me the bot Because he knew about the vodka already with costumes, you know, because I was having him buy it by the gallons. And I'm like, you spray that sucker down. He goes, well, there's some plywood. I said, spray the plywood down. And it worked.
1: Yeah, I had yeah. a friend who uh, I earned their trust. They were Derek's friend, but they were renting a home, and they had a mildewy screened-in porch. Yes, and I said the the carpet smelled like mildew. Said soak it in vodka, and so here we go. We're getting this mildewy area right. wet, but we're getting it wet with something that's going to evaporate quickly right. and kill odor-causing bacteria. Right. Okay, it's- the uh, the one smell though I do want to address here is smoke. Will not always I mean,
2: I don't. The smoke, only thing I know that gets smoke out is like sun, if you're lucky.
1: Smoke smell right. will be caused by particles a right. lot of the time, so well, it's not caused by like a it's, bacteria. It's not
2: bacteria. Usually, it's a residue of some yes, sort, it's right? Our, it,
1: you know, so it's not like vodka's going to go like break the cell wall. Yeah, it's of, like of even soap and, and, and you know even soap and tar. Right, <laughs> even
2: soap and water sometimes won't get a smoke cell out. It's been in too long. It's sort of incorporated itself into the fibers.
1: I mean, I But honestly- we
2: have used the vodka on the boat you know, in the car, in the camper, People
1: ask if you on have furniture. To have I did a couch
2: one time at, at yeah. the beach house.
1: Uh huh. People ask if you have to have it in a spray bottle. They're like, "Can I just pour it all over the place?" Or well, you like, can
2: do that. It's just
1: a better distribution.
2: Method. Well, I feel like it's I feel like more you more even and you don't right, waste it. Right. I feel like yeah. it's more economical to yes. have it than the spray yes. bottle. Yes. Yes. And the thing is, it's like with clothing, and if you're worried about getting a ring, uh uh-huh. You know, I mean, that can't happen if you soak it. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it gets too wet and doesn't dry quickly enough. Uh-huh. That so if those um, margins, you know, are wet and then it's a the dry area in it, you can still get Right. But it, with the spray bottle, I really feel like you have a better you chance. You can avoid
1: that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Now, I
2: have with some like silk dresses and things and costuming actually done like half water, half vodka when I was laundering, laundering the whole it. thing, which uh-huh. meant I immersed it, uh-huh. you know, sort of jiggle it around. You were using
1: vodka as like a laundry additive. Absolutely. Ab- as, yeah.
2: as my detergent, as because yeah. I was afraid to use it. You know, I actually, you know, jiggled it around in there and hung it up and let it drip dry, uh-huh. and it worked.
1: Yes. Yeah. You know. Okay, so that is uh, our last tip. We've got half a dozen uh, done, and so our next episode will deal with the next It will be six the tips. second
2: six days. That's of- right.
1: The last days the, of sewing Christmas. Of
2: sewing Christmas.
1: <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. You can get to us on Instagram. We're at sohere.com. ZD, take it away.
2: So long and so happy.
0: Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit sohere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music?